And it's time for Western Kabuki, friends. Um, we are once again going to be talking about uh, uh, the very important situation developing out of Mexico. Um, we we do have confirmation of a, a of an alien life form, so we now go live to uh, my my esteemed co-host Juniper. Uh, what do you think about the uh, dusty alien in Mexico? I would beat him with hammers, <laughs> me and my buddies, yeah, just dude. straight with hammers. Hell yes, <laughs> take care of him. Fuck him up. It's over. Yeah, can't handle that dude. He's done. Our uh, our unidentified aerial phenomenon expert, uh, uh, Caleb, the bird respecter. Caleb, what do you think about this little guy that they got down there in Mexico? Fucking creep. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten guy. Get um, him some lotion. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and we are honored and privileged to be joined by the uh, uh, freelance tech journalist and writer of the Garbage Day newsletter, Ryan Broderick. Thank you so much for joining us. Ryan, how are you today? I am great. Um, I actually messaged my friend who lives. He's a reporter in Mexico. And I was like, yo, I heard you guys got aliens. And he's like, no. <laughs> The Peruvians have aliens. We just like <laughs> took them and we're going to tell everyone about them. But he Classic. didn't say it wasn't real. So I feel like, you know. What does he I, know? I, exactly. I, I feel like it would be far more believable if it didn't just look like E.T. Like it's it, it, it looks like E.T., right? Like I'm not the only one that thinks that. Yeah, yeah, he looks exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, he looks it's like a little worm in your profile picture, June. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a little worm guy. Yeah. Also, my boomer moment. When did we start calling it UAP? Uh, Why isn't it UFO anymore? The, the, the 2017 or something like that. Mm, yeah, it is a Tom DeLonge thing. The ufologists oh, cool. they get upset about it. Um, awesome. They 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 get upset. They wanted because... to um to have more credibility. So if you say UAP, you know you're not a pervert. <laughs> yeah, I think cool. that I think it is actually I think it, it is like a Tom DeLonge thing of like those kind of guys got mad at calling it UFOs. But I think it was actually a Neil deGrasse Tyson thing of like, mm. if it's unidentified, then you don't know what it is, which means it's not a flying saucer. It just means you don't know what it is. So now they can say it's an aerial phenomenon that hasn't been identified. Yeah. I think that um, with the aliens, something that I don't know how just didn't get discussed, but yeah, as Ryan said, they come from Peru initially, the, the quote unquote mummies. I can't remember the name of the place they're from, but the journalist, Jamie uh, Masson, Musan or something like that. I can't remember his name. He's been involved in like multiple hoaxes and UFO just like bullshit <laughs> in the past. So I don't know how like this wasn't just immediately bullshit. I don't know oh, why yeah, that Mexican... specific guy has been dismissed out of hand by multiple people. Uh, he might have gotten it like... this time though. This might be the time. <laughs> this is the one. It's, the same, it's the same little guy. He's been pitching yeah. this little guy for like 15 years. He, he found a <laughs> fucked up little guy and he's like, everyone pay attention to my fucked up little man that I found. And this is it. He did it. I'm proud of him. You know? Yeah. That was, that was a big moment. Very happy for him. Yeah, all, it's a big all I know is I'm going to be little guys. <laughs> I'm just going to become a trad type person, like you know how there's those like the statue AVIs on Twitter. I'm yeah. going to be I'm going to be a trad person, but for UFOs, we're bringing it back. Yeah, so, saucers and back. gray aliens. Only yeah. for <laughs> oh, okay, like classic, like '90s, not like ancient aliens, because I feel like right, that's a right. whole thing too. I feel if it like wasn't on X Files. It's none of my fucking business. What yeah. we're learning about June as this show progresses is that like. She wants to dead name Twitter. She wants to bring back old aliens. She's like a she's like a non-traditional traditionalist. Yeah. <laughs> she is a bully. I, 
I'm a bully. I'm a boomer. I that that's the two main things about me. This yeah. is this is the thing. You have to represent the Midwest in the only way you know how. Uh, because of, you've also gone to bat for boomers elites. quite a few times, June. I have to say that's commendable. Wait, in what way? Which what have I gone to bat for? Oh, I don't know. It was like uh, uh, Henry Winkler's fishing posts or something. You were like, oh, hell this yeah. is why boomers <laughs> actually kick it, which is true, by the way. His yeah. fishing posts you're, are so good. I would also say, I would also say, since you've pitched it, uh, you've mentioned it on the show, your father's whole vibe as well, uh, I think, does <laughs> also count true. as going to bat for boomers. Okay, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a boomer defender. Okay. <laughs> the boomer uh, you heard it here first. Uh, June is boomer-pilled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ryan, we uh, we we invited you on to talk about um, fucked up little guys that are actually guys, real guys that are fucked okay. up, uh, because cool. you've been on the fucked up guy beat for a while. Um, I love fucked up internet people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to ask you first about um, the 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 more recent article you talked about with uh, with a. Uh, Elon's uh, low tech speed run that we've got uh, <laughs> cooking up here. Um, so, yeah, what's uh, what's your general opinion on wh- uh, uh, what X dot com the everything app looks like right now? Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. So I feel like every couple of days I like wake up and I check it and I go, I'm never gonna come to this site again. And I'm pretty sure the only <laughs> reason that I'm even opening it on my phone, pretty much, it's only exclusively on my phone at this point because I, I was a TweetDeck user. I'm not paying for TweetDeck, so I just don't use Twitter on my computer. I'm not gonna f- refresh a page like it's 2004. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I think at this point it's muscle memory and yeah. the fact that it opens slightly faster than Blue Sky. That's the only reason that I'm like one second faster at that second. That's a valuable one second though. I think. Yeah. I will. I will also say like I travel a lot out of the country and blue sky. If you leave America to like, just doesn't work very well. Like it's the lag is like very real. And I don't know why I don't have a, have enough of a back end knowledge to know why, but it, it just doesn't really work super well on low internet speeds. Like that was the nice thing about Twitter is that you could just like pull it, and then experience horrors beyond your imagination and then go back to your life. <laughs> well, the thing the thing with Blue Sky is there's like three guys that work on it. It's got like <laughs> such a small team. So that, that's why there's Those like not be many a, updates. Couldn't be a nicer group of guys, though. They're so cute whenever yeah. they're like, damn, a lot of y'all are using this today. huh? <laughs> <laughs> they're so happy. They're, they get so excited when, when Elon announces a new feature on Twitter because they get like 50,000 new users anytime <laughs> Elon says anything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he his most recent his most recent development in the low tech speed run was the um, him saying he's going to start charging for the website. Was that a real headline that he said or no? So um, he was like in a live stream <laughs> with, with Benjamin, Benjamin Netanyahu, Netanyahu, <laughs> and he was <laughs> insane. insane. Oh my god, they okay. need to start a podcast sure. together, please. A, Phil- a Philadelphia <laughs> native, we stand. No choice but to stand. <laughs> And he like came across this like idea that he would start charging in some capacity. And then community notes eventually cleared it up by saying that what he's doing is he's going to charge for like a lower tier. That seems to, but like none of his ideas are real. So like, I don't really take it very seriously, but it was enough that it caused uh, apparently the record amount of signups for Blue Sky ever. Uh, (laughs) I think, I think it finally crossed 1 million users. It did. Yeah. It's 1.1 as of this afternoon when I was checking, which is very exciting. 
Yeah, uh, the the codes were flowing like wine uh, <laughs> over the course of those couple of days. People just posting cord codes to the timeline. Uh, like it's it's uh, it's it's been a really um, I don't know. I think that you know that one post where the person said that uh, Elon was going to kill himself was really excellent. <laughs> I love it. The community the, notes. The, the in. community note was trending. The phrase "the community <laughs> note" was trending. Easily. Easily that that's easily one of the best posts it, like of 2023. Yeah, there, there's been like a couple posts like in a similar vein like that where where they essentially are like Elon. Like there was there was one I saw that was like, damn, I bet Elon would be really good at killing himself, and, <laughs> and like that's gotten over a hundred thousand likes. But of course that account got suspended. Like there's there's been all of these like insane posts telling him to kill himself uh, that that get a ton of likes. Like just. It, the Do you think I that affects him? Just, I, yes. that's the thing. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. he feels I think he feels every piece of content. I think he's <laughs> yeah. in a, I think he's in like a Boshian hell in which every post that involves his name he like consumes because he's he doesn't sleep, right? He just like stays up cleaning old weaponry or something. Like he has like a I keep learning more about his like weird old gun collection, which apparently he has. And like so I think he's just reading. But posts. you know he's not you know he's not like cleaning them properly. He's like vacuum cleaning a blunderbuss and like putting mm. a flint lock. He's accidentally into a shot himself blaster. three times. <laughs> yeah. There's a story in the Walter Isaacson book about uh right. Grimes going to do do her voice acting for Cyberpunk 2077 and him showing up with a 200-year-old musket and insisting yeah. on a cameo. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, That's who cool. among us? That's who cool. among us hasn't cool. shown up to a Grimes recording session with a musket? Like, it's... <laughs> Just average behavior. Yeah. yeah. No, but, like, genuinely imagine the thought. Like, you own a website. You open... Like, okay, imagine this. You're in bed. It's, like, 6 in the morning. Whenever you wake up, you open the app that you own and over 100,000 people have liked a post telling you to kill yourself. Like that has got to get to you, man. I don't Here's, even read the Western Kabuki, the comments on the Western Kabuki Twitter account. I would never, I can't imagine being, uh, the least funny human being on earth <laughs> with the biggest social media website on earth. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's so great that he's having his biography written by special agent uh, Walter Isaacson because I think that, <laughs> and I'm going to call him by his full title because I read that fucking Steve Jobs suck job that he did uh, right before <laughs> before Steve uh, got killed by That's the same a very guy. curable. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh shit. Yeah. I didn't know he wrote that. the Steve Jobs. He wrote the Steve Jobs biography, which I read right after Steve Jobs died. You guys know I was lib pilled for a period of time, and I I read I read that whole thing, and even back then I was like reading it and i was like um i was like steve jobs approached walter isaacson to write that book which by the way so did elon musk i don't know if that's been confirmed but a hundred percent it musk was confirmed approached. because it's part of the genius series and it includes steve jobs and edison i guess and a couple others and he was like i'm a genius i should be next <laughs> <laughs> i read that that kicks so much ass so yeah, Isaacson was writing his biography about um, Edison. He had already written one about uh, Benjamin Franklin and Einstein. And Steve Jobs approaches him and said, you should write a book about me. <laughs> and the only two books he had out were Benjamin Franklin and Einstein. And Isaacson was like, 
kind of funny that this guy puts himself in the same league as those guys so unashamedly. Oh, don't sell him and short. He, He'd also written a biography of Henry Kissinger. So, oh, yeah. right, <laughs> that's the other one. That was the other one. Yeah, Friend yeah of the special show. agent. Special Agent Walter Isaacson has been doing this for a while. Well, look, I think I think Elon Musk and and Edison would have a lot to talk about. Just yeah. being just prolific pieces of shit, and I think like they would really get along. Oh, I, uh, Edison would be horrified that we haven't had an answer to the JQ yet. Uh, once he gets into a robe with Elon, they could <laughs> really chop it up about that for a while. <laughs> Him reacting to like to like this notion that he's anti-Semitic by by posting virulently anti-Semitic stuff has been. Uh, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but like I was genuinely surprised that one week he was like, "I can't believe that I'm being accused of being anti-Semitic," and then. The following week being like George Soros is undermining the fabric of democracy. <laughs> How can I be anti-Semitic? Some of my best lawyers are Jews. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, I, I think it's I, I, I'm so excited for the Isaacson uh, biography when it comes out because or is it out already? I'm uh, like, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand promotional cycles anymore. Movies take like nine months to come out. I don't understand what's going on anymore. It's so yeah, what, yeah, are you yeah. Talking about the Elon book because it's yeah. I'm pretty sure it's out. It's out. I don't know if you guys the Elon book Jenny is Tight out. Pants. Yeah, Jenny Tight Pants has been reading through it and posting like some of the more more insane segments. Uh, um, oh God! And look the at the fucking days. photo on the cover. Come on, bro. That's this is this is embarrassing. Yeah, I've been uh, meaning to illegally steal slash download that book for a minute. I need I'll to put it. That. I'll I'll put the audiobook on my Plex server. And, there you and, go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's just I haven't I I haven't checked it out yet, but I'm sure it is full of absolute nonsense because the the Steve Jobs book was full of absolute nonsense where they're just like, yeah, he's a, he's a really smart guy. He just happens to yell a lot. And it's like, maybe the other people are smart and this motherfucker's just the one yelling. You ever think of that? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and it's so funny. Cause since like, let's say, let's say the low tax speed run does conclude before the end of the calendar year. Um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's like, What's going to happen to X and Tesla and SpaceX between now uh, and maybe a year from now if, if Elon uh, is no longer confined to this mortal coil? Because I think that um, <laughs> I think that it's not going to get better with him gone. Like he has fucked it up so tremendously. And I would say the same is true was true of Apple and has continued to be true. Yeah, I mean, I won't. <laughs> I'm not going to speculate on whether or not he, he he doesn't survive the year. But I will say, <laughs> I just, I, I I will say that if he were to say leave the company, right, um, like it doesn't it doesn't get better. Like none of these sites ever bounce back. Um, MySpace is probably the best example, but you right. once you screw up a website like this. You, you can't fix it. You just can't. It's, it's so like just so much different from even just a year ago. Like you can't just reverse code it. it there's too much. There's too much to undo. Like it's it's a totally you would have to place you would have to immediately ban about 20 percent of the users. <laughs> yeah. And I do think I do think that everyone on this call may end up being collateral damage from that kind of action. So God, I hope I, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Ryan, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I sort of feel like Twitter was kind of like I mean, I know you were uh, you were a big Tumblr user back in the day, and I feel like Twitter became sort of like a home base for you for a while. 
I, I personally sort of feel like a social media refugee right now. Like I don't feel like there's a home for me because Twitter was definitely the place I hung out most. And I'm curious if like there is a place that feels like it is your place now, or if like maybe that's just not a thing we should be expecting from social media anymore. Like, I'm curious what you think about that. Well, so I, I still use Tumblr every day. Um, I really like Tumblr, Damn. but it's not like a social thing for me. It's just like a Pinterest of memes, right? It's just like reblogging stuff. I spend a lot of time on Reddit just lurking, but that's because I spent the pandemic being like, okay, I'm going to like follow subreddits and like, <laughs> and like it's time to get into subreddits. Yeah. It's yeah. time to, you know what? I can't go outside or speak to other people. I should get into Reddit. Cause so, that's so what I got to hear. I got to yeah. hear what your, what your favorite subreddits are. What are some oh, good, what are some awful. good subs? I just, I just follow they're like, awful. What, yeah, I just follow like whatever subreddits I'm like for the TV shows I'm watching and watch them spiral out of control or like some of the relationship subreddits are good, but I was basically trying to like, not consume Reddit ironically. That's what I was just like, okay, can I just like look at it? Cause I need to look at something, you know, during the day. Um, but it isn't really a Twitter replacement. It doesn't have that same thing of like that mix of like hate reading and earnestly liking stuff, um, <laughs> which I really miss at, about Twitter. But at the same time, I do feel better now that I'm yeah. not on Twitter all the day. Like I just feel better. I, I feel like the 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 slow deterioration of Twitter was like a like at this point it is very palpable to anybody who has paid attention that like Twitter is just not what it was and being on there every day makes your brain bad if you are just like free scrolling the timeline. Yeah, plus like Twitter now, which is nice, doesn't seem to have any like real worlds uh like value like it used to be you had right. to like stare at twitter all day because like like if you took your eye off of it like your life was ruined in some capacity <laughs> right yeah and yeah, now yeah. it's 100%. like oh like i won't check it for two days and like nothing happens and whatever who cares um yeah, you'll come back and be good. like wait bicycles themselves are ableist or is it right. something There's about like, a guy who does the the the, the western chauvinist bicyclist had something to say you have to figure out what <laughs> there's multiple john fettermans running around like i mean whatever <laughs> who cares yeah it sounds good sure are you even the real ryan broderick if i <laughs> shave i will make a new i will be a new person completely no, he's the, the fake ryan broderick he's the real matthew broderick and we got some questions about <laughs> ireland 1981 for you <laughs> 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 no but it's something uh I, I i think we all read a couple of your articles and and this has been something uh like i i think a couple of people have noticed too is there's not really like main characters on twitter in the same way yeah. as there used to be um it, it's kind of shifted it's it, it's like there are main characters but it's like they're smug about it it sometimes <laughs> like especially it depends on the, the blue check status of course as you outlined, there's, I think it was like the tale of two, two. Oh yeah. 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 Main characters. Yeah. Well, well yeah. now you can like, you can make money by becoming a main character. So it sort of takes <laughs> the teeth out of it. It does feel like looking back that like bean dad was it like that was, <laughs> yeah. And what's, you know, yeah. what's so crazy when I go back to it all the time is that bean dad was like the day before the insurrection. <laughs> bean dad was cut short. Yes, because of the insurrection. Do you, do yeah. you know that? Do you know Ryan that uh, Caleb was the was the inception of Bean Dad? Yeah, I had forgotten about that. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that was my bad. 
Don't be sorry because it was the last good day on Twitter. So you were responsible for that. I, you know, I never really played an important role online for anything, despite being kind of in the periphery of everything that's gone on since I got online. It is nice to kind of be like the Grim Reaper for Twitter, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, you were the last... You you were like you were leading the last mob that mattered. That's great. <laughs> it was a great one. It was like on accident. Like, Legitimately, <laughs> was an accident. I fell asleep. I had no idea that had been going on for hours by the time I woke up. See, that's what Twitter used to be like. You yeah. couldn't even sleep because like it was tearing the fabric of reality apart. And now it's like whatever. That's but that's what Elon thought. Elon thought, oh, this is a this is a platform for problem drinkers and insomniacs. And autists, and I'm kind of all those things. So I'm gonna hop on. <laughs> I'm gonna hop on the train, and it's like, no, bro, you're the wrong kind of all of those things. You're the wrong kind of all of them. Did you see the passage in the Isaacson book about like why he bought Twitter? No, but uh, I'm sure it's a lie. He, well, it's so <laughs> stupid that I think it might be right. Which is that apparently he became convinced that it made his daughter come out as trans. Yeah, yeah. And that he wanted to stop the woke mind virus from infecting people. And then, as Grimes explains in another interview, he doesn't like trans people because he's obsessed with human fertility and he thinks that like there's some con connection there. So it's all coming back to like his need to come essentially, which <laughs> no, is just I totally. I totally believe that too. Because how many times? I mean, I. It, maybe this isn't normal, but like I'll occasionally like check in uh, with what Elon posts about. And he'll occasionally post about like fertility yeah. rates mm -hmm. of other countries. So I totally and I mean, the, the, the way that he focuses on trans people on, mm -hmm. on, I mean, just fertility, just all of these topics. And then, of course, I, I think one of the like early on when he bought Twitter, one of the main things he that prompted him other than his daughter um, was to reinstate the Babylon Bee mm -hmm. account. Mm -hmm. And bring Seth Dillon back. So I totally believe that that's the reason why he bought it. I mean, it's he said so multiple times. It's like the holy trinity of his daughter, the Babylon Bee, and the fact that he hates condoms so much he'll spend $44 billion <laughs> <laughs> to destroy Twitter. And to... And to him, that's like saving the world. That he it's, he like genuinely thinks he's like saving the world by doing this. He the does. interesting thing is that like for all of Elon's racism and psychopathy, he like it's not about white birth rates for him. It's about all birth rates. We need well, as many people. He wants <laughs> oh. he wants a lot of debt slaves on Mars. So he doesn't really care about the he race wants of the debt babies. Slaves. He wants debt slaves on Mars. Yeah, that's his whole <laughs> Yeah, he wants he's he said this in an interview that he wants to take people to Mars and then he pays for the trip and then they work the debt off. That's like his plan. He's oh like said God. this multiple times. Oh my God. And he's like simple, simple solution. <laughs> Indentured servitude. Indentured servitude in space. <laughs> it's crazy how like the things he says are just like like the parody, like uh, in like a film or a story of like it's, what an evil it's literally would do. it's literally an onion article that yeah. Jeff <laughs> Jeff Bezos tables new labor idea when he realizes it's just slavery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But Elon is like, we're not tabling that idea. <laughs> I think we'll this do it one's on Mars. Legs. He's like, this is how we make Star Trek real. <laughs> A defining aspect of Star Trek. Yeah, guy who's yeah. never seen Star yeah, Trek voice. Yeah. And the Ca dystopian future of humans. Famously capitalistic entertainment Star Trek. <laughs> I was under the impression that he was he hated trans people so much because um Chelsea Manning started dating Grimes. 
That was the joke for a long time, and I choose to believe that version because it's funnier. But I, I, I do think it's like a much pettier, dumber reason. Like, because that's always the truth with these guys is that it's just the petty, dumbest thing you can imagine, and then go dumber, and that's probably what's happening. I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. Like, well, not necessarily, not specifically Grimes dating um, Chelsea Manning, but like the, going like maybe partially that, but but a lot of just like the like wokeness. Like whatever, like the the big bad guy of wokeness is like he. I think he actually thinks that's like a bigger threat than most other things. But it is, I think, also linked to just fertility. I, I do think it's a little bit of like both of those types of things. I think that like that makes me think of um, just talking about like his his sort of hyperfixation and shit. It's like I remember when the Social Network the movie came out. And everybody was like, well, you know, it's fictionalized. Mark Zuckerberg didn't actually do this to get pussy. And then Mark Zuckerberg was basically like, well, I mean, kind of did. <laughs> he did, he, I did, he did not, not do it to get pussy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, you founded a clone of hotornot.com and turned it into a global phenomenon. And he's like, hell yeah. And then they made the movie and they're like, no, no, no. He's actually a genius. He's so much smarter than pussy. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not smarter than pussy. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just think that like with the sort of uh, development of of Twitter into this like death spiral and 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 Facebook into a very different death spiral with like. AI and the metaverse and everything like Ryan you've written a couple of things about this like how do you see the future of non-twitter social media like what do you like just going off of the stuff you've written on garbage day like what's uh what 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 are you what are you seeing out there what do you what are your what are your dispatches from the field I think it's small. I think it's, I mean, discord seems like the clear winner here. And I would have said red before the, before the API stuff, but it feels like it went like people jumped from Twitter to Reddit. Reddit got too messy and crazy. And like people like casual users just leave a site when that happens. And it feels like everything's kind of flowed down into discord or some equivalent, like a WhatsApp group or a DM group. And then Telegram. it feels yeah, Telegram. I mean, I'm in like, you know, Nick Fuentes' Telegram, all the good ones. <laughs> um, you know, oh, I'm probably all the stars that. are here. Oh, yeah. I'm it's hanging out crazy. with a bunch of Russian military members in Telegram <laughs> right now. It's great. Um, but I, I do think like messaging apps are where it's going to be for a little bit, which is good and bad. You know, you can't really discover them easily and you can't really understand like when jokes or culture bubbles up out of them. But you do get weirder stuff. Um but it doesn't really feel like any major company is like interested in preserving a central feed. Like they're all trying to hijack them. Have you seen the newest thing where if you log out of Twitter and you go to your profile, it'll show your tweets as in popular order, not recent. I'm not so. No. What is this? I just saw this like literally as I was coming into the interview. So I haven't tested it yet, but I'm pretty sure it'll work. Let me try. Um, which like to me just means like, hold on. Here we go. Oh my God. Yeah, there it is. There's me. There's me with the tweet that got me in trouble with the voice actor for Pikachu. <laughs> um, 
Oh, this is like a discourse. Uh, a discourse. Wait, but when you say the back. voice actor for Pikachu, do you mean Ryan Reynolds or the lady who voiced Pikachu? For the like lady who, years? the lady who voiced <laughs> Pikachu, DM me and was mad because I was retweeted one hundred and fifty thousand times. Isn't she sit- also <laughs> one of the Powerpuff Girls and one of the Rugrats as well? I don't, th- I I don't know about that, but she DM me because I said that it was fucked up that Pikachu speaks human words in one of the movies, <laughs> yeah. and, and it was retweeted like way too much, and she got mad. <laughs> Anyways, so but the point is like it's clear. <laughs> See, this was what Twitter used to be about. Yeah, um, but it's clear that like Elon Musk is clearly like turning Twitter into Facebook because if you apply capitalism to any website, it just becomes Facebook. So like the chronological right. feed goes away, everything gets sorted by popular, and it doesn't. Really flow normally and no website wants to pick up the slack other than blue sky and as you said three people work there and it crossed over a million followers like today so it's yeah yeah there isn't really a replacement i don't think the the thing with like elon musk specifically but like probably he's not going to be the only one is he hasn't realized what a lot of us have have realized post bernie primary that like he he thinks posting and social media is going to like save the world it's going to like change everything he can just if he can just post good enough the, the 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 world he wants will come true which we learned posting can be a force for like some good but it's really not going to change the world like posting is just for like shit at this point like you actually got to do like real world stuff posting won't change the world I mean, it used to, and the people, I mean, I don't want to sound like too like radical, but like the, it used to be able to like move that kind of needle and it doesn't. And I don't think it's an accident that it doesn't anymore. It's because the people on the other side of that needle don't want it to. So they would much rather have you like in a rabbit hole that's constantly feeding you different kinds of dog videos based on your eye movements rather than like a thing that could, (laughs) you know, mobilize a political movement. Like we had all of that 10 years, 15 years ago and we don't anymore. And it's like, when you say that, are you referring to like, uh, like the Arab spring? I'm even referring to Trump. Like, I mean, like there was no real like political compass to this stuff. It was just like, you could like the insurrection to me is like this breaking point where like all these companies are like, whoa. I don't want to deal with this anymore. And they've all in the last two years, like just turned the knob down on all of that stuff. And so, I mean, we haven't really seen another social movement from the internet to reach that scale. And I'm not sure we will for a long time, if ever again, that way. But yeah, I think Occupy, I, Arab Spring, Black yeah, Lives Matter, all I think that stuff. I think you're, I think you're 100% correct in like calling out, you know, those chat, texting apps, uh, uh, Discord, et cetera, because... I think that is, and we've talked about this a lot in the show, but I think that is the real future of the internet is these sort of siloed, more independent areas. Like Mastodon is impossible to understand what's going on, but I think the... I'm not a furry. I I can't use it. I have no idea. I don't have the the powerful brain of a furry. I can't can't figure it out. There is we isolate like, the furry gene, then, yeah. we'll, well, then we can solve this. We uh, can like implant it. We can narrow link. I need to, I need to narrow link into a furry, and then I can use Mastodon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they if they isolate the furry gene, I hope they find a cure for me. Uh, but the, <laughs> I want a the, second one. I want to be a bigger furry. <laughs> I mean, whack. You call this the future of the of the internet, but it's like very much also the past. Like that's what yeah, the yeah. Was that's before. what I was gonna say is that it's so siloed. It's so like. It's, 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 it need like the future of the internet will be, I think, birthed on some sort of uh, chat server based app type of thing. But it is, it is very difficult because like there's no benefit in 
there's no benefit in using any social media to any meaningful degree anymore. There's nothing you learn in a way like you used to be able to talk to like a person at like your job. And if you were like, that is so cottage core a year ago, somebody would have been like, oh, shit, you're like an online person. But now it's like the Barbie movie used the phrase cottage core or whatever. So it's like it it's it's not catching up. It's not developing at that same rate. And I think that is like the really difficult thing. Um, and I think that's why we all need to migrate to the cyber, uh, the subreddit wicked underscore edge. This is a shaving <laughs> subreddit. Oh, um, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. They I'm are logging in. Let's do this. I am. I'm, I'm an active user. I asked you about your favorite subreddits in the, in the bleak hope that you would say my favorite subreddit is a shaving subreddit. Called Holy Wicked. shit. Oh, I'm, just, I'm joining this, right? See, this is what I like the about best, Reddit. It's this the is, best subreddit. Is there, there a lot of uh, drama about different brands of razors because that's what i'm into bro bro you don't even razors or razors or uh uh uh, uh razor cartridges razor holders <laughs> uh, uh, uh uh shaving soap shaving soap containers uh what i need to know brushes. is forgiato blow is forgiato blow here he has to, I need to learn his style how else are you gonna get that nintendo 64 ass beard with a, Forgetto with a, blow is so smooth in the parts that don't have hair and then has <laughs> hair in the parts that do and it's fascinating. It's like if a baby wearing a wig. <laughs> I'm going to post a, on a picture of Forgiato in the subreddit right now and ask how to get that look and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yes. We'll talk about this at the end this of the episode. This is Reddit. We'll go back. Now, now this is Reddit. Uh, yeah, and, no, and the, the thing is like with this subreddit like there, there's like like you post that on Twitter, you get like some people trying to riff, but you post that in the subreddit, you're going to get like 50 Derek guys, the, the manswear guys genuinely trying to like answer you this question. And those are the guys I want to reach. I want like, yeah. like I want like I, I, I've like found like a newfound love for a thing that I had kind of forgotten about the internet, which is that like, it's full of obsessives just battling and they're not yes. really doing it for clout. They're just like just fighting and i want that stuff and i think like that's so, what i've replaced twitter with is like i you know i found a couple dudes who collect synthesizers on youtube and they fucking hate each other oh uh, man who, who are you talking uh, uh, hello hi uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. camera over here what are we, ta who yeah, are we talking yeah. about uh, i'll get their names i'll send them to you but it's great because like i you know i like synthesizers a normal amount but these guys <laughs> don't and i love that how do they battle? What do you mean? What what do they do? Well, uh, there was a lot. There's been a lot of drama in the synth community over the last couple of years because of uh, uh, what what kicked it off? Like this, the the yeah the Behringer stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's because it got, of it got worse from there. Um, but it's just it's Wait, good. I'm sorry, I'm not up to date. What happened with Behringer? So okay. Behringer's a massive <laughs> company. They're so big that they have like their own their own factory in Shenzhen. And what one of the things yeah. that they have started doing is when the um, when the patent expires on classic on classic synthesizers, sometimes even not classic synthesizers, sometimes things that the patent hasn't expired on, but they're such a big company they can't be fought with. They just make like a very cheap knockoff, which then yeah. undercuts the, like they've got so many cheap knockoffs of Moog's that like Moog synthesizers is struggling as a result. Like they, I think they just sold actually because that's, that's capitalism, yep. you know, should oh be better God. at capitalism. Sorry, Moog. <laughs> just a downward spiral yeah. yeah downward spiral you know yeah I, I gotta say i gotta say i can't hate on behringer because their tube screamer amp is a one-to-one -one 
on the uh, Ibanez. Uh, it is. <laughs> you got to get involved. And it's fucking thirty dollars. The, they made their they the, made their fortune yeah. they made their fortune cloning Boss guitar pedals, and now they've yep. they've found that all the synth nerds are like, oh well, I can also get you know your copy of the Moog mini mode but wait for but wait to bring this background to content here's my favorite thing about this whole thing is that synth youtubers realize that if you make outrage videos about behringer you get a lot of views but then they started calling each other out about their behringer call out videos because like they were part of the system that like they're just like monetizing it and i'm in heaven like i think that's behringer the Behringer Industrial Complex. Exactly. The Behringer <laughs> Outrage Content Industrial Complex. That's the, and like that intersection of like insane obsessive nerds between Reddit and YouTube, that's my sweet spot right now. That's where I'm having the most fun. <laughs> there's so much, there's so, there's so much like capital, like social capital in outrage content. So the shaving, so well. yeah, the shaving equivalent of that is, um, <laughs> is Porosoro, which is an Italian brand of shaving soap. <laughs> That um, there aren't any American, there aren't any like cheap American brands of shaving soap. So no, of course not. Why? Yeah, <laughs> all the American brands are ex- expensive. My favorite being Barrister and Man. Uh, but they, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm active. Uh, I don't use the Wack Nicholson name, so you're not going to find me on there. But the uh, the the the. Porosaurus started showing up at like TJ Maxx's for like $3 and all the European shaving soap guys were like, why do you care that you can get Porosaurus? You can get that at fucking CVS. And it's like not in America, motherfucker. And it's $3 here and there's no import tax or whatever. So like and people were arguing. There was a long... I actually I, I stopped being active in the subreddit for a long time because there was a really protracted debate as to whether or not you should use Astro Blades because they have a nickel core instead of a or no they have a copper core instead of their like nickel 100% nickel and it was like a whole thing of like you can't even resharpen the blades because they're garbage that's that's the internet that's what the internet I should love, be I, I love autistic people dude autistic <laughs> people are so awesome the best part about like reddit stuff is like you'll find like a user you'll get to know them and then like you know eight months nine months in they're like hey i'm divorced i got more time to post now and like that's the stuff like that's the good stuff you know just got divorced guys look at my funko pop collection i, I got more time to collect now just I got, got divorced in the divorce <laughs> just got divorced this bitch isn't gonna take any of my osiris razors it's like right. a single one <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the internet and that's the only thing the internet should be good for is, is dunking on your bitch wife at uh, your bitch ex-wife and uh <laughs> that's right and collecting. I, I do have to say though th- there there is something about like being dunked on or like being the site of discourse about like something like pretty harmless like i think two weeks ago now i made like a pretty uh tongue-in-cheek uh post uh, about multi-fandoms i don't know if you guys happen to see that I, I yeah that. yeah so I, I basically made a pretty like tongue-in-cheek joke saying like i, I channeled my boomer-esque love for, for like the, the old folks and i was like oh like there's a people made a new uh a new word for having multiple hobbies and i, I basically was like just kind of poking fun at it and a bunch of of people got so that's the mad at maddest me. i think i've ever seen people get it at you online juniper yeah and say. it wasn't even po- and people po- get mad at you that all was... the time every fucking day online that's like 
I feel like there are people who are probably doing that as like a hobby, being mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there absolutely is. There's people in my replies all the time that I'm like, oh, this is their third reply of the day, just being pissed off at me. Awesome. <laughs> but but this, the Melty fandom one, Caleb, you're right. Like people just lost it. And I was, I was just like, go, I would go back to check the quote tweets, just laughing. I don't know. It was such a silly thing. Fun. Yeah. To be that mad about. And, and there's like something fun about that, but like when it could potentially ruin your life, uh, not a, not a, that's a different story. Um, that's a little scarier, but like there's, there's some harmless fun in like doing some of that, like harmless discourse. Yeah. It is weird how like once like normal non-white nationalist professional people started to leave Twitter, like the stakes just went way down. And it's like, it's making me think that like, just like the managerial class is really messy and like, they're really dramatic. Cause like, we didn't have to live like that for 15 years. Like normal average people were getting their lives ruined by going viral on Twitter, like once a week for a while. (laughs) And then everyone's boss left the site and it just like stopped doing that. That's crazy to think about. (laughs) I think the only case I can, I can think of that happening sort of, and her life isn't even ruined. The, the, lady that was on the, the airplane that i was gonna that, say justine sacco, justine sacco. yeah the yeah that's yeah yeah <laughs> so the, 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 justine, uh, that's not real the justine oh no sacco. She, no no you're talking about a different airplane lady the the you're Is not real air, yeah well justine sacco was the original airplane lady that's like 10 years ago that i'm talking yeah. about and oh, she created like the whole genre that. of airplane ladies and this <laughs> so, <is amazing>. so, <laughs> so tell me about uh, justine hang on i don't, this one's new to me she you don't know about justine sacco you know, the most famous canceling in history. What? Justine, Justine Sacco. I'm going to, I got you. I'll say it and I'll say it clean into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Justine Sacco um, was some type of professional person. She's a PR she, person, wasn't she? She's PR a PR person. person for IAC. She was like a media PR person. Yeah. Let's she, go. she <laughs> tweeted in like 2011 even she was like 2013 13 so literally 10 years ago and she said um about to get on a plane to africa hope i don't get aids just kidding i'm white (laughs) come on bro dude oh Oh, now important important context she she had like connection to to south africa like either she grew up there she had relatives there and she was poking fun at like provincial American attitudes. And she only had like 200 something followers and right. didn't think that anybody was going to see it. No, She was not famous. She was not well known. She's a person. She's a normal person. Uh, but it ended up, she got on the plane. Her phone was, there was no Wi-Fi on the plane at the time, of course. And, and then it was Sam Biddle from, from Valleywag at the time, Sam Biddle, right. who's a journalist, like found it and, and picked it up and it got it became so huge that the hashtag has justine landed yet has trending. justine landed she was yet, banned so. from the country she was landing in by the time she landed <laughs> she was she was fired from her job by the time she landed yeah. she it was like Holy she had shit. her whole life had been ruined while she was on this flight and it was this whole just absolutely gleeful uh, 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 display of people and john ronson wrote the book so you've been publicly shamed not about justine sacco but like she was sort of the frame of the whole book being like 
There were people who were like, hope you get raped by an N-word and new, uh, 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 and then you get AIDS or whatever. And it's like, wait, who's worse here? The guy who said, I hope you get raped by an N-word or the lady who said, I'm not going to get AIDS because I'm white. Because she was she clearly kidding. <laughs> she could have turned that around and been like, actually, I was being woke because, you know, if you're white, you have access to, I don't know. She could have, she fucked up. That's her own fault. <laughs> what? It was very well, you have early access days. To the AIDS it was very cure? early like, days. Yeah, this oh. was before, this was before you could do the double reverse on cancel like that. Yeah, that, okay. That's not how, <laughs> this is before wokeness. These, these days, everyone's got the d- double reverse on cancel. Like everyone's got that on. Plus, she didn't even have time to like set up a YouTube channel and start filming reactionary content. Didn't know. And then ukulele. like she fully into it. Couldn't buy the ukulele in time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at her uh, LinkedIn page though. She uh, landed on her feet. She's doing great. She was. The VP of communications for FanDuel after that. She was only unemployed for a couple months. And then what now she is the uh COO of Match Group, which I'm don't know what that is, but it's some sort of tech company. Like match.com. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, match.com. Yep. Yeah, it's the it's the match, it's match.com, which I was Okay, so like, she okay, went so, she's so she went from being canceled to a to a vampire on the system of American. She racism her way up to the top. That's dude. the dream. <laughs> and, and that's what does happen to a lot of these people. Yeah, because canceling like, isn't fucking real. We've it's not real. No. Yeah. It just boosts your profile with a specific crowd. Like especially these days. Maybe not in that like ten years ago it was like that. But these days, if you get canceled, like you you you're, you're gonna you're gonna like get a, a deal you're gonna get some deals from whoever yeah like, the guy at FanDuel who thinks with. you're based for saying that like yeah of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll get you'll get on rogan at the very least <laughs> oh yeah and oh. that's gonna do that'll do a lot for you uh, genuinely i'm not even joking yeah, that'll do yeah, a yeah. lot to boost your. well profile. i think what you're also yeah. describing is that like since this happened to this woman like a whole bunch of systems have been built to deal with this sort of thing none of them are particularly good but like Society reacted to this, and now, like, you can uncancel yourself or recancel yourself or reverse. Can- you can just—it's—it's it's now normal, although it's going away. You could become weird. the most canceled person on X. You could just like, or no, not X the everything app, but just X the like, everything app. You're talking about going no, X no, the- that too as well. But <laughs> talking about my favorite app, X the everything, <laughs> X the everything app. I mean, I mean, at the time, my under my recollection from reading about it was that the only option she had was she like had to hire one of those SEO sites to like write sort of empty websites about her that were like, Justine Sacco is a communications professional. Like it was like, that was the way she yeah, tried like to launder her reputation. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, it's, it's, it's kind of insane how there's been like an ent- entire industrial complex to, to form around uh, boosting up these canceled people like Jordan Peterson. He, I, he's been someone I've been kind of poking fun at a lot lately because I don't know if you, if you guys have seen, but he's been, um, Oh, he's doing great. He's, he's doing really he's doing well. Wonderful. He's, he's <laughs> definitely doing, he's, he's, he's all mentally there, Yeah, but he's had to like go under, I'm doing air quotes, reeducation for his like college board. I'm sorry. Who he's, is he's this? a real psychologist. Jordan Peterson. Jordan oh, Peterson. Okay. okay. Jordan Balthazar yeah. Peterson the yeah. second. <laughs> is that what the B wait, is that what the B stands for? I believe Might as well be. That is correct. Uh, you know, yeah. isn't it weird that I've never even considered what it could I thought it was just like a letter. I didn't I I was like, maybe it doesn't stand for anything. It's it's Brent, like Donald Trump. Burnt. Burnt. Balthazar is way cool. You tricked me, Wack. I almost thought Jordan uh, was cool for a second. <laughs> I saw him Peterson. live once. It was Jordan? Not good. 
Yeah. What did what did he say? I, he I saw him cry in front of a group of crying men. Also, me and my dad, <laughs> me and my dad went to go see him speak at a Bitcoin convention in oh, Miami. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, I know it smelled crazy Bitcoin. in there. It did. Oh. Yeah. Well, everyone was pissed because Dave Portnoy was supposed to show up, but he never showed up. So the crowd was like not on Jordan. Peterson's oh side. man. <laughs> What a I didn't even event. know that Jordan Peterson was on that Bitcoin grift. That's oh, yeah. news to me. Oh yeah, he says it's like a really good way to be like to build generational wealth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great call! Yeah, yeah, good yeah. One. My my grandfather actually invested in Bitcoin, which you can is how buy, I got the podcast. <laughs> you could buy so many benzos <laughs> with Bitcoin. You can buy unlimited amounts of benzos. Your article, uh, Ryan, about like how it sucks to go viral was good, but it kind of is now that we're talking about this makes me think about. Your other article that you was more recent, I think it was about your intentional gaming of the Twitter algorithm. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? And then maybe we can have some follow-ups afterwards. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so when Elon Musk kind of brought back the for you tab thing, um, it was like making my head hurt every time I turned it on. And I like, I, I had a visceral reaction to it. It was just, it was an awful, awful tab. But then I started to realize that like, if it was default, then most people were probably using it. And I noticed the engagement and all my tweets were going down. And I even used the, I, I got like suspicious because I had a really anti-Musk tweet go super viral. And then I just got no engagement for a while. And I was like, did I get shadow banned? Because that would be awesome. But I wasn't shadow banned. I just became bad at Twitter. So I was like, I should figure out how to use Twitter for now times. So I spent a while trying to figure it out. And then I, I kind of noticed like Derek Guy, uh, the menswear guy, uh, kind of getting to these same kinds of uh, these same kinds of snowballing viral things. And I was like, I bet I could like do that with something I'm obsessive about. So I just like tweeted a whole bunch about like Marvel movies and that triggered it. And it went like pretty sufficiently viral. And that's when I figured out like what I think was happening to the menswear guy, which is that like they had tweaked it so that quote tweeting and threading were like interacting more powerfully than they used to. And then it would like sort itself um, into the for you tab. I don't think it's, I, I don't, I think it's different now. I actually, I, I can't get any engagement on Twitter anymore. So I have no idea. So, but So before our audience gets to you, can you answer for your crimes of being a Marvel fan? Oh yeah. Well, I just, I love, <laughs> I love superheroes and I love, uh -huh. I love intellectual property and I love watching my favorite intellectual property interact on a big screen. Like there's nothing. I better. think that's I think that's a pure and beautiful love. And yeah. I think if any of our audience is uh, upset about that, you can reach out to me. I'll take your uh, complaints. Leave Ryan alone, you sons of bitches. I just think that like all <laughs> cops are superheroes, and uh, that's Thank why you. I, I'm fine that so with superheroes being cops. You know, because like to me, <laughs> they're one and the same. So true. So true. We yeah. got to get you on my Plex server. I just added a bunch of Marvel stuff. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, let's watch Quantum Mania. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I saw that in the theater. Hulk attorney at law. No, you fuck it. Oh, you have kids. You have kids, though. It doesn't count. No, no. I saw it by myself. Uh, Come on, bro. I was the Come only on, person in the theater for Quantum Mania. And let's man, get it was that movie, even by the terrible. lowest possible standards, terrible. it Just was terrible. So fucking bad. Yeah, it was it's, really bad. It's kind of crazy how Marvel has kind of fallen off, like in the cultural relevancy and also just in quality. Well, it's funny, Ryan, you have uh, you wrote a little bit about that, too, of how like Marvel movies now are more about they used to be more about, I don't know, how, how would you describe your, your critique there? You know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah, it's weird to think about Marvel, like because it, it used to be such a part of my like I, I, part of my life. Like I 
I've marathoned all of them a couple times when it was still physically possible. Uh, and I liked them. And now it's so far beyond that. Like, I can't even remember the feeling. Um, but I think what it, what, what it is, is that like the world moved on the streaming services that they're trying to cram these things into, like don't really support them properly. And people like, just don't have the time to consume that much content about one thing. And so it's all kind of falling apart in this really weird way. Have you watched like a movie from the nineties recently? It's exhilarating. Man, I miss <laughs> oh my like God. movies. Oh my God. I watched, I, this is so funny that you say that because I watched the perfect nineties movie uh, to, to sort of encapsulate what you're saying, which is the 1995 blockbuster Sandra Bullock vehicle, the net. Oh, and, nice. <laughs> it's so good because it's like very formulaic and very easy to follow. And she's like a lonely girl who just eats Chinese food in her apartment all the time. And also she is like a FBI informant or something. And it's like these kinds of, and then also like she's getting doxxed by like hackers on the internet. And she Sick. has to like, she finds out that her identity has been erased because all right, all of our identities are on the computer. And it's, <laughs> it's so funny Such that a it's a simple time that was. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny that in 1995, she's like, no, no, no. I'm not this person. I'm this person. And they're like, doesn't say it here, lady. We're tearing your house down with all your stuff inside. <laughs> and it's like, that's that would never happen now, let alone you know, in 1995. It doesn't matter. None of that's really at question here. She works on the computer and she is in trouble with the computer. And so now they're tearing her house down. <laughs> and that's all that matters if you're watching the film. Yeah, like movies in the 90s were just like about like, people like have you ever seen like the fugitive harrison ford's character is just Hell like yeah. a guy he's just like so like the climax happens at like a conference for like an award show for doctors or something like movies <laughs> were just like about normal people for a while like pr pretty normal people but the movie the end of that movie is just him like running around on a roof there's nothing there's no like there's no nothing yeah. super about it it would have been cool if Captain America showed up, though. It I agree would be. that like, <laughs> it would have been better if Thanos was there. I agree. The thing that I found, I I, I watched Terminator Two for the first time in a long time. Oh, and yeah. like, and like, the amount of character development that takes place before the first big action scene, it's like twenty plus minutes, twenty five minutes. Great. What if you took a killer robot from the future and you gave him Bart Simpson as best friend for a while? And then, they, and then, they, and then they spent the whole movie killing cops. What a formula. That sounds amazing. What an incredible movie. That's all you need. Uh, yeah, James you Cameron simply does not miss. Uh, he simply... loves killing cops and Marines in his movies. He's all going of the to kill. I know what I'm watching tonight. God damn. American. He's going to kill American officials. Those people will I die was reading. <laughs> After I saw the movie about this, and apparently he like has a real problem with cops, and like the part of the reason he made the T one thousand a cop is he was like, you know, if you give someone too much power, they lose all humanity, and that's how I feel about cops, and that's why the T one thousand is a cop. So, so rare, true. rare boomer so true. W. Very yeah, so rare James Cameron's a cap. Common, common, Big Jim common fails. James Cameron he, he W fails. though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. very, very. Yeah, uh, and I'll always stand by the uh, Avatar movies. Great movie. that I can't I can't I can't go there with you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, no, the second Avatar <laughs> You're wrong, was Alex. very good, very good. There was it's a whale so in it, and he is my friend. The, the whale. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> there is a talking that, whale, that and he crazy. is my friend. Shout out um, to the Tilcoon. He did that before Orcus <laughs> started taking down uh, cruise ships too. Yes, he did. Or they saw the movie, and they were like, "We can do that." 
<laughs> There's more orcas than there are yachts. Uh, but to try to synthesize, <laughs> to try to synthesize all of these points, I, I I think that we are at a moment of profound, like I guess you could call it late stage capitalism. But it's just like it's just like structural rot. And you can see it with Marvel movies. You can see it with Twitter. You can see it with all of these systems that were really big ten years ago, and then we like came out of the pandemic, and the people running these systems were like, they still work, guys. Everything's the same. We can go back, and we can't go back. And uh, it's going to take a little bit, I think, for the people in charge of these to realize that like we are moving on. The vibe or whatever has shifted, and. It's happening for Marvel movies and it's happening for people getting canceled on Twitter, you know. What that makes me <laughs> what that makes me think of is like a sort of weird fact that I think is very important in informing boomer culture is that um I think we've talked about it on the show. We've talked about it amongst ourselves, but like the um the Grateful Dead were landlords. That's why they moved to Haight Ashbury was to flip property in, in San Francisco. Uh, Bob Dylan is currently a landlord. And I think there is a certain truth in the fact that, like, yeah, their politics suck, but their messaging is, like, good. And I think that the next, like, step in whatever the internet is going to be will need to be, like, a fake revolutionary. Somebody who is straight up, like, <laughs> we need to kill cops, sign up for an account on my website. And I don't think that any, <laughs> like... Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but that's what it is. Yeah. I think Taco Bell needs to be, like, fuck the police <laughs> in, like, an advertisement. I think something like that will be, like, the next thing where it's, like... Like if like uh, if like Lil Durk or somebody is like, <laughs> I don't like the police and this is where I post about my thoughts. I think anything like that will be a, a that is going to be the next step is like a fake revolutionary that is commercialized so like, because that's oh, been the, the, so successful in the so past. Jordan Peterson tweets in this era will be so golden. So oh Jordan Peterson could get on the team with a fake revolutionary. I think he could be like. <laughs> The police represent the dragon of chaos and also live mass. That's big, I think what big news, big news. I just checked. ACAB Journal, the live journal for anti-police uh, discourse, is not taken. The URL is free. Okay. So ACAB Journal at livejournal.net or whatever it is. Yeah. Get in there. Come to my start. online portal. <laughs> get, get Dollar Shave Club on your side and also start hawking uh, a, 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 a VPN. And you also need to say that... Uh, the police should be killed. And I think you've really got a winning formula in your yeah. hands. And then buy Raid Shadow Legends or whatever. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> we know the sponsors. We know what's going on. Yeah. I love I love Express V Nord VPN is that that's the big one, right? Yeah. Nord yeah, is the one yeah. that sells your data. Express is the one that costs more. So you're gonna have to pick between the two. I um I have owned the uh, URL jiveurinal.com for about <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> I keep meaning to do something with it, but I don't, just don't Wait know. Wait for inspiration to strike. I would like, yeah. to, I would like to be part, flushed a, down the jive urinal. <laughs> there's a part of me that just wants to make it my like my professional website. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex. One you of can these find days. me at jiveurinal.com. Sorry. <laughs> I used to that do. That kind of goes pretty hard. Just yeah, say I used good. to do something else with it, and don't. <laughs> <elaborate>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Ryan. Do you have anything else you want to uh, discuss? Plug. What else you got going on, my friend? Oh, can I plug something? I've never had a uh, pluggable thing on a podcast before. So, uh, oh, yeah, man. I write a newsletter called Garbage Day. Um, I'm. 
I've turned that into like a live show that's debuting in October in Hell Bushwick yeah. at a place called Elsewhere, October 18th. Please come uh, see it. When will this when will this episode come out? Uh, Within the I, week. I, I'm going to try and have it done by Friday. Okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, please, if you're listening and you like the sound of my voice and you would like to see what my face looks like, uh, come, come good see face. that. Um, and then, yeah, just if you like the words that are coming out of my mouth, read garbageday.email, which is my newsletter where I post. <laughs> That's the only place I post now, basically. So Cool, man. But thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, so glad yeah, thanks you for coming. It's, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Um, yes, you can you can follow us at patreon.com slash Western Kabuki. We'd love to uh, see you in there. We do try to reply to Patreon comments as best we can. Um, and it's the best way to reach us on our Discord because it's easier to reply to just the Patreon people than it is to reply to everybody else yelling at us about various issues with the Minecraft server. So that's <laughs> <laughs> it's officially not hosted by us anymore. I stopped paying. I, Hell this. Fucking, I don't know who's. Yes. One of our um, one of our listeners, I think, took it upon themselves to host it, which I'm grateful for because at all times of day, I'd be getting pings. It's broken. Come fix it. I don't know how to fucking fix a Minecraft server. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, thank you, guys. you so much for listening to Western Kabuki. We love you all. And thanks again to Ryan Broderick. Uh, please follow the Garbage Day newsletter. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Well, that wraps up another episode of Western Kabuki. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear an entire separate episode featuring Marcos from the Ain't Shit Show, um, you can hear that on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Western Kabuki. Thanks so much.